Hey everyone, it's Sarah G. We're gonna get into it. It is episode six. Let's go. Sixth episode of Gen Z Gap. Wow. Do a quick little acknowledgement just because I think it should be said, but because I also know that this isn't not the best person to be speaking on this, but I will say that uh, during this month of June, it is Indigenous People Heritage Month as well as pride so please hold space for anybody that should be speaking on this i am still learning about allyship and all that stuff as well as making sure that maybe i don't overstep like i've said in the past and a lot of things that i want to be an advocate all that and try so yeah moving on from that this week's monday mood is uh beauty school dropout if you've heard of them great i hope you've listened to all their new songs i find them very relatable uh if you know me actually i know some of them for years ish like more just internet whatever but they uh are amazing you should give a follow to all of them as well as their personal accounts because Cole Bardo and Brent are Brett set up. So I always get his last name confused anytime I'm on it. Cause he does like his last name's like Burnt or Brent, whatever. But he actually is dating the um, girl who sings Overwhelm. It's pretty cool, Royal and the Serpent. I'm kind of um, in this like weird position where I kind of know of these people, but I don't think they know me super well. But yeah, give all of them a good check out. Their music is super relatable. So yeah, there's that as well as, you know, I've mentioned Brooke, but her songs are blowing up and anyone from her American Song Contest, you should give a lot of support to alexa one if you didn't hear that and you should check out all our singles etc we're just moving along marching on uh today's setup is just about like the same thing as usual besides like the trends that are going on i've noticed a lot lately that the about damn time is never gonna end which i love that because i feel it in my core but at the same time i'm not the biggest dancer so i have to always figure out whatever and lately i've been dealing with the algorithm like it's been better it's because i'm doing still duets but i'm making them more my own like throwing it back to our childhood right so like i joke about fairly odd parents which is great because it's back on netflix um iCarly, drake and josh wizards of waverly place hannah montana like i've made jokes but lately i've been doing more of the duets for or reactions for um nickelodeon shows i don't know why but they make it more i think with the reboots they make it a little bit more interesting understandable if you will but i just kind of every time i think about this i just can't get over how um how actually better it is that they can swear on paramount plus now especially in iCarly. i think just a lot of the like how did this go over our heads as a kid and you know the weirdos that were behind some of the camera work which i yeah uh that being said can you really blame anyone for any of it you know besides the people who really are at hand but if you think about it you're trying to create kids tv shows minus like all the creepiness that some people had beyond disgusting it should not have been allowed but it goes to show different moments and different lights of 
what's going on, right? Uh, so there we are, just learning about everything um, to get older. And I've actually found, like, again, Carly Shay is pretty relatable in the senses of that. A little bit different, though, but she's like those, again, YouTube bloggers. She got her whole start she kind of kicked it off and then now she's going back and reimagining redefining but what i mean by the fact that i can handle like it's better now that they can actually fully swear than like fake the words because here's the thing are you watching those tv shows from when you're young and you like have those inappropriate or whatever jokes go over your head or different words for different things like chiz and all that stuff uh or waz it's i'm thinking is it better just to say like you shit repeat or you know you did number one or two like it could have been that like they came up with new words and then i actually remember saying that mom and it's like hysterical but like the fact of the matter is i don't understand like i do understand you don't sound like a lady if you do that okay well okay skunk bag was one of the words that they used early on in icarly so we're gonna go there uh they mentioned panties later in like season four like with sam's mom so i'm sorry like just you know the different levels of what they said or got away with versus what they didn't i mean if any one of them who's on tiktok especially avon yoga and leon thomas i've got so many questions for you not that you'd listen to this but uh victorious is very questionable in a lot of ways that i could mention that and i don't see a reboot happening in the future which is okay oh so Leon, you are still killing it in the music world. And I also know that Matt Bennett's on TikTok. I'm sorry, Matt. I did excuse you. Very, like, Robbie-like moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Why did I just do that? Who knows? <laughs> uh, so it's very interesting just how all of that works together. But it's so weird because, um, you know, I follow Selena Gomez. I watch her on Only Murders in the Building, and I still think she is, like, one of the most fantastic people. She's a mood, too, who just kind of, like, marches on with all her lupus stuff, like I mentioned, as well as she still kind of just lives her life, doesn't give a fuck attitude, and very open and honest about a lot of things. I mean, I could say there's a few, like, lots of them are going with that, and I just can't say how much I am happy with that and how it makes me even more like, okay, okay, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still five years younger than you, pretty much, but I'm working through this and I'm still not quite sure about my life, but at least you have your life a little bit more together, so, so, so we're there, but yeah, it's just been fun. Um, I still love the I Hear Voices podcast with Again, Will Friedle and Chrissy Carlson Romano. I do like an insight and all that. Plus, I, again, started the voiceover journey and by training more. And the fact that I actually get to be fortunate enough to be in the program that trained by some of the best in, in the names and et cetera, are very much lining up with the people from I Hear Voices. And it's just so interesting to see that parallel. The fact of the matter is that um, 
I couldn't even get into the beginning of how fortunate and how much I'm learning, especially for even with the podcasting, because it's not like I'm not just doing, I mean, I'm doing my own voice, but as you can see, maybe there's some animation and whatnot that goes with it. The best piece of advice I keep learning besides the Welker, like I mentioned, which is Frank Welker, the Scooby-Doo, it's, um, you're never aware of how much you're capable of because like for your whole life, you've been tethered and whatnot. So I think that's good because here's the thing. Again, I'm going to give a spiel and whatever about my whole thing with, you know, I followed the perfect like timeline road, whatever. I got my degree, then I went and got my master's and then I thought, okay, I can figure out job besides the COVID pandemic and whatever I thought, like, you know, I'd have an extra nest and et cetera, and that I'd be making a lot of money. Well, I think in a way, though, as well as COVID, it's been helping me at least find my niche and where I'm going. I'm still working on everything and finding myself, but I think, if anything, the fact that I've wanted to do a podcast forever and wasn't really sure where to start, I think that has made all the difference to just be here, be present, and just figure out your next step, and hopefully we can all learn together. Yeah, redundant. Yep, there there it is, one of the words. And yeah, so uh, if anybody is a Polina a Robin Sherbatsky moment from How I Met Your Mother, and yes, I watched it mostly when it was reruns, but whatever. But yeah, there were the but um moments again. You know, you know. But I can't even begin to imagine how fortunate I've been in a lot of aspects. A lot of days I feel some apathy, which I think is completely normal, like I've talked about. But apathy, like uh, I'm not going on the same tracks or whatever. And again, I go through like great, great weeks or so. And then all of a sudden it hits me again. And because I've been kind of the little odd one in my family besides just being the girl smack in the middle like I've mentioned multiple times, but the fact is my brothers are accountants, engineers, my parents are finances and, and, and accountings. Like I have the creativity, like everyone kind of just did the thing that they were more supposed to do or that. I mean, I shouldn't say supposed to because they actually enjoy it, but I'm doing what I enjoy doing. And I actually have to have my mom remind me that I'm doing something that I enjoy doing. Because I think a lot of the times I get caught up and that's just what our society is caught up in. Money, money, money. Now, now, Mr. Krabs feeling it. But as you can tell with how my dynamics are, et cetera, and hyperfixations and whatnot, that's not me. Working nine to five is not for me. I mean, wearing a Simpson shirt. I'm very into pop culture. I have to ride that ride anytime we go to Universal. So I just uh, needed to think for a second because, you know, you get lost in space too. But I can't wait to watch a lot of these upcoming films, like they've been said. And somebody pointed out on TikTok recently that um, we're in the 80s, again, kind of in a weird way, because... Top Gun Maverick is coming out. 
Stranger Things season four came out and it's in the mid eighties. And by the way, those kids, every time I see them, I'm like, and it's also really weird because I didn't think about this at the past, but I grew up watching so many kid actors, whatever. And people are like the success of stranger kid things, kids, like they'll never be normal. And it's, I feel like they're a little more grounded from what I've seen. And that's because more people are aware. Plus stranger thing is a Netflix show and they never had i'm not saying that they haven't had and trust me they've had criticism on but it's not like the need to be goody goody angel face like uh disney and nick where whatever i I don't know it just there's something different about it if that makes sense and i'm trying not to over word or whatever because i know that can be a little bit we don't know what's actually happening behind obviously the curtain and don't get me started on the Drake stuff with Millie Bobby Brown, but she carries herself so well. She reminds me so much of Emma Watson, and I think people have said that. And it's not just because they're British, but it's like they have that female strength and empowerment that I think is very important. They articulate well. But, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with Millie Bobby Brown is definitely the Gen Z, Gen Alpha, more Emma Watson that, well, And I'm kind of older. So like I said, I'm older Gen Z, but I see them both and I work both and I understand them both. But I think Emma Watson's like that, like it's the older thing goes on because Emma Watson is like seven years older than me. So I think that that's where, you know, you grow up kind of watching and wanting that like kind of big sister energy like I've joked about. But yeah, so it's all good. And she's really talented. All of them are. I mean. Noah Schnapp, uh, Hoobie Halloween, all that. I hope I pronounced that right. I try to, yeah, I try really hard with the uh, Sage last names. I mean, my mom's side's partially German, so if I don't get that right, then it's just like my grandpa is spinning in his grave and swearing in German right now. I bet, right? As I can't pronounce it correctly but or also French so it's not like I could pronounce that correctly no matter how hard I try and I joke about this all the time because I'm also looking to be a dual citizen Luxembourg and they speak three languages and I'm trying to learn French because it's the closest to where I majored in Spanish it's but there's still there's a lot going on with the different accents and whatever But the more that I read with French and German, like, they have a lot of the same kind of, like, SCHs going on. But, like, the way that it's just more fluidly pronounced, like, more smooth instead of, like, down like the hammer. So that's all. If uh, anyone has more tips and tricks, I've been doing the online stuff and the Duolingo, whatever. But if anybody has a comment, please Drop it below on what's the best way to do that because I am kind of stuck here, overwhelming. I put myself in these stressors, whatever. For anybody that doesn't know me, I'm like a person that's chronically stressed. And I'm pointing at myself like this because everything I do is me, 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 me. uh, It's describing like negative attributes. Okay, I just done wood. Uh, But... Yeah, that's kind of all I can say. 
And I realized that the more I begin to focus on all these things, the easier it is to almost talk. Because like I said, I was really tired the last week. I was really tired the week before. I've been just trying to make sure that I don't, you know, sound over the top or whatever, which I guess I do sound because, I mean, I talk super, super fast, supersonic speed. Yeah, JJ's uh, element, which, again, I've probably mentioned. <laughs> few times i just laughing at myself because that's what you got to do sometimes you got to give yourself some love if you're ever on tiktok live and doing that that's okay to give yourself some love self-love is the best kind of love i mean do you remember the whole jackie burkhart scene like mila kunis did amazing where she finally just told hide and kelso i choose myself Like, who do I love most? And it's myself. If I could run across and hug myself and walk into the sunset or whatever, I do that. And at first, it was, like, kind of funny and selfish. But the older I get and the more I understand about life, just dead on. Dead freaking on. That, and I also can see that being, like, a meme of 2022, as well as, um, oh, Prince Louis. I mean, I don't want to talk about kids too much because whatever. And it's not like he, again, asked for her to be in the spotlight. That's just kind of where he got born. But and people talking about memes of 2022, him, his reaction to the airplanes flying over, which, again, he's four. He wasn't a fan of the gunshot or the which that's a different thing we'll get into that I have on my bonus episode gun stuff. But he hates the airplane and the military stuff because they're loud noises. I get that. And just watching instead the queen like smile at him and like everyone's like he's going to get a talking to you. I'm like maybe he will, but it also looked like a genuine moment. Like again, I'm not trying to be obsessed or analyze obviously too much, but the way that it looked like a very understanding moment, and the fact that Princess Charlotte, like two years ago, already had her meme moment, and you know George is just standing there, like, "Who are these people?" I'm, I'm just gonna pretend that I don't know them, even though it's your whole entire family there. But it clearly shows like the progression from oldest to youngest. If you didn't already notice that, because I think that that's the funniest part of it all—that he. Um, He's, like, super intrigued for a second on what's going on. He's watching his mom. He's watching Nana, Grandma, whatever. And then, boom, in comes one of the jets. And he's like, like, ah, like, how did I get here? When did I get here? I didn't sign up to see Top Gun, which kind of, I think I was mentioning this earlier that I was going to get into, but I didn't quite, which again is always that ADHD thought process because you're trying to stay on topic without staying on and find your notes, whatever, and keep a good flow. So I'm just going back to that. But as I mentioned, the whole 80s Top Gun, people were talking about Stranger Things and how Top Gun Maverick is basically like we're back in the 80s again because of the music, etc. And the fact of the matter is that maybe we do need kind of that blockbustery summer after the years that we've had. But I don't really know. One thing I will say is that I've noticed that kind of in a weird way, which I think other people have brought up this parallel, but I don't know too much more than that. 
is that the Stranger Kid thing, kids are a little bit like the Harry Potter kids, and I can kind of see that in the sense that, yeah, they're thrown into fame, et cetera, and that they might never be normal, but I'd say a lot of them have. And again, I don't know these kids. I don't know too much about realistically what's happened, but they're very outspoken and very articulate. They seem really well-rounded kids and pretty, I I don't want to use the word normal because I kind of, again, what is normal in this world, you know? But I just, I hope they just give me a lot of the vibe. I'm not saying that some of them haven't been in trouble, but a lot of them, as far as whatever, have been doing pretty well. So that's just the one thing that I hope, and not just because everyone's going to say, because I'm saying they're kind of like the Harry Potter because of one of them, or a few of them are British. No, I, it, they just give me that vibe a little more. Just they're very talented, well-spoken people. They just seem very, again, I hate using the word, but normal. So as the repetitiveness goes on, I will move on but I did read something recently still going off of that 1980s kind of thing but is that uh Kenny Loggins like had to fight for 30 years or something to get some of his credit on Danger Zone because Danger Zone was such a big thing but he wasn't I think for them to be up for an Oscar he had to give up like that he wrote part of that song or or rewrote most of the song because originally it wasn't the way that it was and that's the music and arts industry like everyone that has a place to put as I keep learning but the more that I read up and then someone called him up recently and go can we put Danger Zone into the Top Gun Maverick and I loved reading the response and again I don't know too much but it's not Top Gun without that and that's totally true I grow up with parents who were born in the late sixties and they, my dad watched like a few good men, Top Gun, all those great movies. And I've learned so much from all of that. And I basically can agree that it probably will be a cheesy remake, but you gotta watch it. Like you have to see it. I think if you've seen the first one, I feel like you kind of have to see the second one and it's, taken 35 years 36 years to work through which I guess is kind of why Miles Tenner plays Goose's kid but it's yeah but some people are like Miles Teller should have played Elvis and um yeah Austin Butler should have played Goose and I just go back and forth because here's the thing I kind of have seen like where I could see both sides and yes but can I just say this? I think Miles Teller could have played both of them. But I get it that they come out the same way. But there's so many arguments to be made. And it's just not my battle to fight. And and I'm really interested to see, again, Val Kilmer's whole role, as people say. And it's just that I love how much stuff is coming out, especially for this movie and everybody goes we love the nostalgia we don't like the nostalgia whatever but I think in this moment um it's well produced at least so I'm gonna give it a shot I don't know about the Elvis stuff so much because 
just the more I keep learning and et cetera. Sorry, John Stamos and the odd chance that John Stamos, AKA uncle Jesse hears me talking about this. I am so deeply sorry, but I only say that if any of them are listening, honestly, if any of the full house cast is listening to this, this is cool. But uh, yeah, I only mention that because of the Elvis reference. So I like you on big shots. If that helps. Okay. Uh, So I think I'm going to wrap this up pretty soon, but I just wanted to let you know all those things that are on my mind in pop culture world and what's going on. Oh, I even forgot about Jurassic World's final movie coming out, and that's really interesting. Someone said that it's Jurassic June the other day, and I don't quite get that, but then I suddenly realized that all of the Jurassic Park movies have mostly come out in June. I think Jurassic World comes out in July, or the last one does, like the newest one, which is going to be the last one to the end of the series. So I think that's kind of where we're at. But yeah, that's where I'm very intrigued by that. Every time I go to, I'm going to just talk quickly about the whole um, Universal Studio, but every time I go and say hi, I know it's like the 3D fake, like virtual reality, and that's what they're going for, but it, it makes me realize that I probably will not be going to watch the 3D version. I love virtual reality and all that stuff. I played the Jurassic Park game, actually, in the virtual reality at one point. Probably not my best idea. But, yeah, that's kind of what I love about VR. Um, you can feel like you're on a roller coaster and all that fun stuff. I have to actually figure out how to get back in because the password thing is kind of different. And I kept putting, I think, one of my brothers in, and that just, uh, they didn't like that. It didn't do the whole thing, like, where it disabled you, which they do on your iPhone to the point where you're locked out for, like, 400 minutes or whatever after you don't get it for a certain number of time. But I'm glad that their password protected, but I just kind of wish that they were numbers, you know? numbers instead of symbols because again i make the joke but my dyslexic brain can't do that i i just i, I don't i don't know why everyone says to me sarah you overcomplicate things i try not to i try to keep it simple stupid like michael scott said and i know that that's actually a military phrase from the 60s which i recently found out more but it's true like dwight saying that the gym etc that makes sense but every time i say to myself i'm like still can't do it no matter how hard i try still trying to make it simple and yet i still do the most why i don't know i do not know again (laughs) it's just how my brain works it's like i think the simplicity of it is also the very straightforward and typical way the analytic way and because i'm creative i go in the other direction i think back to my psychology class freshman or not freshman senior year of high school I did one freshman year of college, but this was senior year of high school where, you know, they were asking us different questions and different ways to work through things. And again, my teacher always gave me a look like, he's like, that's, that works. But again, it was never the logical or the realistic way. So I still got the points on the little quiz that it was, but it's just super funny because I, I leave people very um, questioned with a lot of the things that I, I've done. But every time, again, I keep keep mentioning this, but if you need good people to surround yourself with, when you have moments like this, Elise Myers, 
uh, Cheryl Texera, anxious actress. She t- shares a lot of stories. Kim Rhodes, the sweet life mom. There's just a lot of the, us. Like, I don't think, and Jack's right songs. Like, I don't think I'd be a surviving human today with where I think about my stories. And then I think, oh my gosh, somebody else kind of has a similar situation. And guess what? We all have something like ADHD or anxiety or whatever. And that's where you remove the stigma and everything works out. And I would people go, what do you mean everything works out? It just works out, okay? Plus, then it's like where people start laughing and finding you entertaining in the oddest ways. And that's fine, too, because here's the thing. Whenever you feel anxious, afraid, whatever, just remember, if you're not typical, you're the entertaining ones. And then you're the ones that create and master life. Maybe our own unique way. I think we're all going through it, but uh, yeah. Every time, again, I think about jobs. I get scared. I get overwhelmed. I get chatter, chatter, chatter like I am right now. And when people or family listen to it, it's like I I don't want to have to censor myself, but I don't also want everyone to hear everything. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I keep saying this might not be for you. All the things that I talk about, like, I love that people are trying to be supportive, but again, if you don't like it, then don't listen to it. Like this is where I was thinking about, again, misfits. He was talking about if someone came after him because his lips were fuller, but he also got piercings and, um, et cetera. But he just has naturally fuller lips. And he said, trolls just come on here. Yeah. Trolls are canceled everywhere else. Trolls are canceled everywhere else that, that, that like TikTok is the only place that they're allowed left. And that that's the only place people really listen to them, which just uh, don't get me, get me going on that. um, That about wraps it up for this week. I hope that you enjoy it. Hit like comment, subscribe and look at my Patreon account as well as follow on Gen Z Gab podcast, Instagram, TikTok. And yeah, have a great week. Gabin soon. Bye.